Welcome to In the Envelope, an awards podcast. I am your host, Jack Smart, awards editor at Backstage. I'm here to give you a front row seat to the Emmys, Oscars, SAG, and Tony's races. Who is in the running? What makes an award-worthy performance? And what are the secrets to giving one? intimate, inspirational conversations with some of today's most talented stars provide you, dear listener, the kind of craft and career advice that could win you a statue of your own, and maybe, just maybe, a tantalizing glimpse in the envelope. Just do it if it's something you want to do, and and you're never an aspiring actor, you are an actor, Uh, you know? That's so good. Like, if you wake up every morning and you want to act, you're an actor. Hi, Jamie. Hello. What's up? I'm good. How are you? Today's guest is Elsie Fisher. Yes. Guys, who saw eighth grade? I'm pretending I can listen. There was a to huge <laughs> roar of a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> eighth grade is a lot of for everyone who's seen eighth grade. It's like their favorite film of the year. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those. Yeah, it might be my like this year's Florida project. Right. Yeah. It's like an A24 film that's like indie. It's super indie, but it's like beloved and it's got an amazing script. And yeah, amazing like an out, outlier. Movie. It's kind of an outlier, and yeah. it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's um. In fact, I don't know if anyone predicted it would be such a critical success, mm. but. Uh, out of the critical success um, is entirely due to today's guest, um, Elsie Fisher. Yeah. Who at only age 15 is becoming this huge, huge breakthrough star. Talk about like, we've interviewed kids on this podcast before. We've interviewed yep. borderline kids, I guess. Noah. Um, yep. Noah Schnapp was 13, I believe. Yep. And we just aired Amanda, who's 20. So she's not a kid anymore. But Elsie is somewhere in between. And I do think this is a good episode for anyone who is having that breakthrough moment, particularly at a young age. Yeah. Particularly in today, like in the age of social media. Yeah, in the age of, absolutely. Like this movie itself is about this specific generation that can't look up from their phones and sometimes has trouble interacting with other humans. And Well, on the Natalie Portman episode, she talked about her history as, as a child actor, but... That was interesting talking about her story, yes. uh, but Elsie's is going is a real modern version of that, and, yep. and you it's know, relevant making, today, like right now yeah. in this moment. Like we caught her on the morning of that she was nominated for some other film critics group yeah. award, and she's just like, "Oh, cool, like, <laughs> okay." And she literally got a Golden Globe nomination for leading actress in a comedy or musical, which is always the most fun category. Yeah, at the Globes. amazing. And she lost to Olivia Coleman. Yeah, who's our new favorite. Who's now going to get mentioned in every episode? We were I just think. gushing. <laughs> yeah, she's the new Meryl Streep. Apparently, in our minds, she might be. Um, there is a theme, I think, with Amanda and then Natalie and then Elsie, where all three mm. we, there's a theme of talking about um, starting a career early as a yeah. kid and as a woman, as a young girl. Yeah, and maybe the many, the many, many different ways and the many different pressures of that. Um, I really enjoyed how frank Elsie was about those pressures. Yeah. And her anxieties. And coming into an industry that is undergoing a lot of change mm. itself. So it's interesting yeah. that they will transition yes. into sort of a new industry in, in some respects after yes. Me Too and Time's Up. And it's true that even like 
what Amandla and Elsie are are uh, five years apart, but it's uh, yeah, that's true. That like these are three different portraits of three different women who navigated that young fame thing at different times in the industry. Yeah, and under completely different circumstances and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is such a breakthrough moment for Elsie, and it was really exciting to be kind of there for that part of the journey. Yeah, and yeah. who knows what's next? Who knows what's next? We talked a little bit about what's next, and I wish I had been as I don't know like had as much conviction in myself at age 15 as she seems to have. Yeah. Conviction even in my own <laughs> lack of conviction. Like she just has conviction in who she is because she's just like, even though it's not perfect or even though I have anxieties or she can put a name to those anxieties. Yeah, to know who you are at such an early age is, is, yeah. is bizarre. And to, to <laughs> and not in a conclusive way, in a way that's yeah. like it's uh, like it's, it's such an To know what you know and what you don't know. Yeah. 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 This is a great interview for that. Let's do it. All right. Hey, are you ready? Yes, you, listener. Are you ready to take the advice and the inspiration you've heard here in today's interview and use it in your own acting career? Is it something maybe you've always considered doing? Are you at the very beginning of your acting career? Are you well into your acting career and you're a fan of this podcast and you're ready to take those next steps? Backstage is here for you. This podcast is brought to you by Backstage and what we are offering listeners to this podcast is a free 30-day trial. That's right. We are giving you 30 days completely free to try out Backstage. All you need to do is go to checkout, backstage.com slash subscribe, and enter the code ENVELOPE. That's right. If you enter the code ENVELOPE at checkout, E-N-V-E-L-O-P-E, that's how you spell ENVELOPE, you get 30 free days on backstage.com. Browse our thousands of casting notices. Learn why it's the world's number one casting platform. If you are an actor and you haven't signed up yet for Backstage, I don't know what to tell you. Get on it. Fifteen-year-old Elsie Fisher is the Golden Globe Award-nominated star of A24's Eighth Grade, writer-director Bo Burnham's feature film debut about a week in the life of a socially awkward middle schooler. For her critically acclaimed performance as Kayla Day, Elsie has been nominated for over a dozen awards this year and won the Gotham Independent Film Award for Breakthrough Actor. She's adorable. Here it is, our interview with Elsie Fisher. And it's very true that, like, yeah, kids don't use Facebook, correct? Yeah, kids do not, <laughs> right. to my knowledge. Right. And there were things like that in this movie. Um, welcome, first of all, to In the Envelope. We are recording, right? Yes, I believe we are. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Um, yeah. There were moments in this movie that you helped provide uh, the key perspective this is a movie set in middle school that feels like it is from the perspective of real middle schoolers. And a lot of that was because of you, correct? I mean, I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, no, I mean, I, I, I appreciate the movie because of its honesty. Mm. Um, yeah. And I mean, a lot of the people working on it wanted to be very aware that it was like the story of a middle schooler. So mm. it was about consulting people like me who were working on the movie or cool. even Jake Ryan, who played Gabe's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I mean, we had uh, almost every uh, extra was like a real middle schooler from the right. film or from the school we shot at. Yeah. So it was about, you know, wow. consulting them and using them as part of the environment. And were those actors? 
Uh, no, I think they were all first-time actors for the most part. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, and they were incredible. Yeah, like, totally. I mean, I felt so lucky to have the like that specific group of kids because they were all so nice and just amazing. Um, <sighs> yeah, but like, I mean, it makes sense though because if you grow up with a camera in front of you, you're gonna be used to like sure. being good in front of a camera. Interesting. Right, 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 right. Which we <laughs> should get into the like presenting yourself one way on camera versus who you really are. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this movies about that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, filming with the non-actors. This was in a school in upstate New York. Yes, and in uh, Rockland County, Suffern. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but you were born and raised in California. Yes, uh, SoCal for life. Okay, cute. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> and you, where did you go to middle school? Uh, so I lived the first couple years of my life. Well, not first couple, 11 until, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm rambling. I went to middle school in Thousand Oaks. I'm just Thousand Oaks. doing oh, yeah. math in oh, my head. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Um, Thousand Oaks has, has had a lot of, there's a lot of fire and suffering yes, there. Yes, we're okay, though. Good. Um, okay. I've said that probably about, like, 90 times since yeah. since all this stuff. The but... news makes it seem like that whole state is on fire. Which... Yeah, you know, it felt like that for a while. We yeah. did we did evacuate, like, pretty much the day the fire, like, really got big. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but we were back within three days. And yeah. Like, yeah. It was just, it was crazy because we had borderline and then the fires and then... We uh, had another fire in Simi, actually, but mm-hmm. that one got put out. And then we had, like, another mm. one somewhere else. Oh, yeah. It's like, huh? It's too much. No. And that's just in Southern California because yeah. we had we had the— Yosemite last—yeah, I was yeah. there la- this past summer, and yeah. Yeah. You can't breathe. It's—yeah. I know. It's the horrible. air quality still kind of sucks where we are. It's crazy. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. And now—and I heard you're now switching to—is it homeschool? Yes, I'm doing like a, a homeschool type thing. A homeschool type thing. Okay. Yes. So um, there is an actual campus for the place I'm going to, but oh. um, I only have to go like twice a week okay. for a few classes uh, and everything else I do online. And it's like gotcha. really cool and chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> like on your phone too? No, not on, on my computer. phone. On my computer. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could do it on my phone. <laughs> That's like my one of the toughest things is because, like, I'm doing it because I'm traveling so much. But right. because I'm traveling so much, I don't always have access to a computer. So Sure. I mean, maybe there is a day where we're all just learning our whole educations on our phones. Yeah. I mean, I that's a good there or are, bad thing. I mean, I don't know. If you're still learning, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. As long as you're still, like, getting yourself educated. And kids are more inclined to use their phones. So, I mean. Sure. If you can do it there, why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you should have a work phone and a and a play phone. So that you can, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> I mean, some people do that with computers. They have a work computer and a oh, chilling computer. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. So is the is the homeschooling thing partly because like you have had a whirlwind of a twenty eighteen? Yeah, yeah. And that's you've been doing press all year because this film premiered in Sundance. Yeah, that is true. That is very. And true. did you just hear in the lobby that? What what was the you just won another award that you just heard about? Oh, um, <laughs> yes, gosh. And you were like, cool. The, yeah, the, the uh, Washington D.C. Uh, film critics, I believe. Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's very exciting. Um, yeah, it, this year has been intense. Yeah. And like, I'm tired, but in the best way possible. Oh, good. Because uh, I feel like very stimulated. Yeah. Because I spent most of my life just like sitting and playing video games. <laughs> okay. So I like did stuff this year and i'm like yeah 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 like in person stuff yeah exactly yeah, um no but doing press has honestly been the best oh, i mean cool. 
yeah, that is why I started homeschool. And now where I have even more press, it's still difficult to do homeschooling. But it's the best. And I mean, like, I'm working (laughs) on a project I love so much. So Sure. I mean, I'm wearing an eighth grade sweater right now. I see that. Oh my god, it's actually perfect, and it's the it's like the it's like Kayla's color. Yeah, it's yellow. yeah, it's the yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like it's like her signature color. It is. Yeah, she's iconic. She is iconic. Um, you said more press now than earlier in the year. Yeah, just because yeah. of the nature of like award season. Yeah, I mean we wow. had a we had a little break for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, in in between, you know, kind of when the movie came out in award season. Um, hmm. But really, as soon as summer hit, it really, like, started ramping up. Oh, yeah. Just because um, they knew I wasn't going to be in school or anything, like A24. Um, uh-huh. And, I mean, maybe press people, they know. They um, know things, <laughs> <yeah>. yes. <laughs> um, no, and, I mean, that's, like, around when the movie came out, and it was, like, uh-huh. just doing stuff all the time, which I just love. <sighs> that's so good that you love it. Yeah. That's really important. It's just fun. Did you know – so at what point did you know that there would be – a lot of press, as in, like, when did you know it was a hit? I mean, I think just when I saw the movie okay. in, in Sundance. <sighs> um, cool, cool. Yeah, it was, it was really hard for me to judge my own performance when we were filming. Sure. That's just something mm. I've always had difficulty mm-hmm. with. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I knew the other people around me were incredible, and I knew that Bo mm. was incredible, mm. and, and truly all the, all the crew also. Um, yeah, but it, it just it never clicked that it was going to be that kind of movie right. until we actually saw it because i don't know it was it was like this small little indie you know small budget sure. indie movie um right. yeah and i mean like i i just had no idea and i didn't know i yeah. could do that so oh, um that's great yeah it was it was pretty incredible but i i had no idea about how much press we would be doing until uh-huh. like the third festival uh-huh. Maybe. Okay. Because, like, for, <laughs> for Sundance and South by Southwest, we had a pretty big break in between those two. Oh, right. Um, and, and, I mean, we were doing press the entire time. But, like, kind of South by Southwest was one of the last ones I did really during the school year. And then, like, right. after that to the next one, it's like, oh, we're just flying everywhere now. Flying. Like, I've been to yeah. New York. Uh, this is my 13th trip this year. <laughs> of the year. Of the wow. year, yes. That's crazy. Yeah. And it might not even be the last. Like. <laughs> yeah, no, we have at least one more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. At least. Amazing. Yeah. And th- so, um, But this wasn't all, like, your f- your very first introduction to press. It was. Oh, it was? Yeah. I, I mean, like, I've been oh. on red carpets before, but uh-huh. I've never, like, done like a junket even um Hmm. yeah so i mean i'm thankful that this was like my first press experience and you know i got to do it for a good film yeah yeah i'm gonna be so disappointed (laughs) when i'm finally in like a terrible film and i have to do press for it (laughs) and they're like so let's talk about eighth grade again Um, right yeah you're (laughs) gonna bring the topic back to yeah exactly for the rest of your career probably oh please (laughs) i'd love to totally yeah so for like despicable me that was yeah. your introduction to that was like can, is that what we would call a big break? Yeah, like, I mean that was that was like pretty much my first job, so it was kind of uh-huh. just like my introduction to acting in general. Wow. Yeah. Um which is really interesting considering it was voice work. Like yeah. I don't even really remember what my first like acting acting job was. Right. Um hmm. Yeah, but like that was interesting, but I didn't do much press for that cuz I was right. like 5 at the time. <laughs> Amazing. And I mean, like, yeah. I play a relatively minor character, so. Yeah, but like a beloved one. People oh, thank love you. It. That's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, like, when did you, it sounds like in that moment you were a non-actor and then you became an actor because, of, first of all, how did you get the Despicable Me gig? Mm. And, like, have you always wanted to do this? 
Has this always been the goal? I mean, to be truthful, I don't know. Because um, uh-huh. <laughs> I started from a very young okay. age, so it's like... Yeah. It, not that I regret this decision at all, but it wasn't right. necessarily my decision. It was more on my parents' part. Yeah. Um, of course, I like I wasn't a toddler when I started acting, but still, I wasn't like conscious as a human yeah. being. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but Despicable Me. I just remember I went to this audition and like we kept getting callbacks, and mm. my dad was like, you know, very anxious about it because I hadn't really done a big job yet. Right. Uh, so he's like. When's the callback when we're we're not gonna get called back? You know, because they kept switching out the other two sisters, because um, it was just like a bunch of chemistry reads. Mm. So he's like, "When are we gonna get switched out?" And then eventually, I got the movie. Cool. So it was it was very exciting. I remember I couldn't read at the time. So, oh my gosh! Um, I know. So my dad actually read the script to me. He would read all the other lines, and uh-huh. I ended up memorizing like most of the, the script. Whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like as. A child. I hadn't even thought of that. When you're such a young actor, you can't even read yet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so, I mean, one of my big questions, we've we've had kid actors on this podcast before, and I'm always so interested to hear, mm. like, you say, like, your dad was saying we about the about the role. It's right. as much like your parents as it is you, especially yeah. at such an early age, right? Yeah, because, I mean, even with this, it's like, you know, your parent has to be with you the whole way. Sure. Um, right. And I mean... That dictates what they do. Like, my dad is a server, and that dictates, like, how much time he has to take off from work. Because, like, we flew up here for, like, two months. Um, Wow, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, it is a big situation. And although I'm technically doing all the work, he still has to worry about all that stuff. Uh Um, Yeah, but, I mean, get ready for me to emancipate dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in a couple years, I guess. It's like... We'll see. <laughs> you have to fly out of the nest or whatever, but you're yeah. but you're ready. But I mean, some some you know early adult actors like eighteen year olds I know still have their parents around with sure. them. Like um, yeah. I believe Miranda Cosgrove still has like mm-hmm. her mom with her for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that helps you. It helps give you a constant. It helps you stay grounded. Yeah, and... yeah, and it's nice to just have someone to rely on. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm comfortable on a set, but it's still like. Mm-hmm. He's got my phone. We're all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just knowing that is like a security blanket. Oh, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of like advice, we love act. We love asking about advice. Mm-hmm. And I actually think it's so funny, like asking you for advice in this situation is so cute because like <laughs> the, in this movie, she's always giving herself Yeah, advice. yeah. And other kids, but like mostly herself. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I love <laughs> about those videos actually yeah. is I kind of see them as like, a little bit of a coping mechanism for her mm-hmm. anxiety because mm. she's like she's acting in her own sense you know she's pretending like she acting. is the person she wants to be mm-hmm. which i find just very sweet and like honest oh yeah that's almost more honest than like who she is is like putting out who she wants to be yeah. out there yeah 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 and it's also her at her most joyful yeah which is why it's so heartbreaking that the that the more real version of her is not as as joyful yeah but i mean again you can almost like consider that to be the real version of her you know i don't know i mean yeah i mean there's a lot of different ways to view it but like that joy is very genuine i think so yeah and that's where it gets into like that's where this movie gets into you know is your online persona who you are or is it a version of who you are and like is it aspirational and if you in one of her videos she talks about like essentially fake it so you make it if you if you be confident then you are confident exactly (laughs) which is like (laughs) And I love that there are some lines in there. Correct me if I'm wrong. There was no improv. Not really. Oh, okay. So, like, with the improv, 
It's it's pretty on script, but like mm-hmm. I was allowed to throw in any O's and ums and oh, likes okay. if I wanted. Gotcha. Um, likes are yeah. important. A lot of the other characters improv, but mm-hmm. I'm very <laughs> anxious. So Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but also like a, a legit actress who can read lines really oh, beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um but the thing about the the advice specifically to mm. bring it back to the um yeah the parents thing so what advice do you have for like first to kid actors especially in relation to having a parent like mm. on set or mm. to hold your hand or especially even as a child as a child child yeah and then like what advice do you have for kid actors themselves yeah i mean i think in regards to parents it's like Sometimes it's going to suck because, like, uh, your your coworkers are going to know and have relationships with your parents that are good and different from your relationship with your parent. Mm. So, like, you try your best not to let internal feuds, you know, get in the way of that, I guess. Because, mm. like, one thing I've had is, like, I love my dad. He's the best. But also we have very clashing personalities. Sure. Um, but, like, a lot of my coworkers... God, coworkers, I feel so adult. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, a lot of the people I work with have really good relationships because he's a great person. Uh, but, uh-huh. like, I'll get frustrated with him, and I feel bad because, like, I want to, like, vent about it. But, right, like, right. you know, I feel bad doing that to him because he's also friends with those people. So, right. Like, so, like, that's hmm. my personal advice is just, like, you and your parents are probably going to have fights, especially if you're a teenager. Right. Um, and that's kind of like when you're finding yourself and finding your oh, yeah. ideals and, and thoughts. Um, hmm. But, like, yeah, just try to, like, you know, especially on set, just, like, try to, like, let it all wash away and channel it into your performance a bit, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do with anxiety is I try to, like, channel it into energy. So yeah. I seem, like, more upbeat because otherwise I will collapse. Yes, um, I feel that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, but that's with parents and mm-hmm. just for acting in general for kid actors. I mean, just do it if it's something you want to do and, and you're never an aspiring actor. You are an actor, uh, you know? That's so good. Like, if you wake up every morning and you want to act, you're an actor. That's my... <laughs> that's like the best advice I've ever heard. <laughs> Thanks. Keep going, keep going. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, that's the truth. It's like, you don't have to have jobs to be an actor. You just want, mm-hmm. you have to want to do it. Because not, not everyone wants to do it. And I think it's yeah. special for you to want to do it. Um, yeah, but you know what? Like, you also don't need to, you don't need, having an agent and a manager is great. But mm-hmm. You don't have to get all those. Right. You know, or maybe not. To be not, an actor. Yeah, n- to be an actor. Yeah. Or maybe not until you're a little bigger or anything. Mm-hmm. Um the most important thing is just to find a job and find one that you enjoy. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, everyone has different morals, but like, Hmm. just in my opinion, just don't sell out, you know, just do stuff that you feel is like important to you or you would enjoy doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like follow, like follow the passion. Yeah. Just, just do something that you, you know, you're not going to regret. Because, I mean, I know a lot mm. of actors do stuff for money, and that's fine because it is a job. But, sure. like, especially when you're a child and you're somewhat in the position to do what you want. Right. Like, go for it. Yeah. So. In fact, that is exactly the time when you should be doing only the things yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's building up kind of a resume of, like, what you want other people to approach you yeah, for. Yeah, um, and, and And I mean, like, again, it is a job, so you will sometimes feel pressured to, like, go 
get that bread. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, if you're in a position to do what you want. Also, local theater, try it out. Because I mean, excellent. it's like, it's good practice and it's working with other people. And mm-hmm. I think that's something a lot of actors, you know, especially like movie actors overlook is like sure. the, avail- the availability of like, especially having theater programs in your middle or elementary mm-hmm. or high school. Yeah. Or like, you know, even community colleges have stuff. So Totally. It's a, a little more low pressure. Yeah, you totally it's get low pressure, yeah. and you can you can play around a little more with the material, and you're working right. with also unprofessional people, which will get you prepared for working with professional sure. people. Yeah. yeah, that's excellent advice. Thank you. I love the idea of like, of course, if you wake up and you want to be an actor, that of course that makes you an actor. It's almost like there's no such thing as an aspiring. Yeah, artist. I, I don't think there really is because, it, you know, it, it just seems so. I mean, demeaning in a sense. It's like, mm. no, if you wake up and you are drawing, you're an illustrator, mm. period. Or right. even if you aren't, if you want to be, you are an illustrator. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just my personal philosophy. It, it, like, you know, even if you've never written a song in your whole life, if you wake up and you want to do that, yeah, you're a songwriter. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you're actually going to have to do it, but... <laughs> and But but you're going to want to. It's not yeah. going to be a... Yeah. Exactly. I think that really speaks to your generation in a way like I think and it mm-hmm. speaks to this film again of like of the almost the like if you will it into being then you are yeah then it is yeah then it exists <laughs> it's very like it's very Kayla with the karaoke scene oh my, oh my god <laughs> the karaoke scene. that was one of the most anxiety inducing ones for okay, me because really? I had to actually sing for that uh-huh. um <laughs> And I didn't know that ahead of time. So like, okay. I mean, I, I don't know if I expected to lip sync, but I just came to the day and I'm like, oh, there's the song. Okay. <laughs> what was the song? Um, it was, uh, I don't remember I the title, tell. but it was, um, I think the Owl City Carly Rae Jepsen collab, Always okay. a Good Time. Uh-huh, okay. That one, they play it at the end of Wreck-It Ralph. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you And did you know the... Like, it sounds like then that in that scene, you're channeling your own anxiety. Yeah, a little of, bit. Of filming it. Yeah, I mean, like, I was always try- I was also trying to, like, keep it there a bit, too, because mm. unconsciously I'll try to, like, channel it into stuff and get excited and energy, mm. blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's not necessarily how Kayla does things. Right. So it was about kind of, like, keeping mm. it there but letting go a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah, she lets go a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, you have such a... I, I can just I just know that you have such a brilliant sense of this character. Like you know her so completely. I mean, she's very very personal to me, and mm-hmm. and now looking back on it, I have a I have a really like solid sense of who she was. But kind of in the moment, it was very intuitive. Oh, cool! It was just about you know figuring her out and and remembering that she's very much like a collaboration between me and Bo. Yeah. You know, because she isn't just me, and she's not just Bo, and yeah, it's yeah. you know. Yeah, it was just about, I mean, also realizing she's very, like, fluid, at least while we're making her. But now oh, that the sure. movie's out, like, I could see things and see how she would do them, I if that see. makes sense. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. because that that whole part, I mean, teenage years, they're all about reinventing and, yeah, and trying on yeah. different personalities. I guess that's what she's doing. I think so. And it's not until the movie's done and you look back on it that you're like, oh, she's like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, while we were making the movie, it was it was really you know, figuring out who she was, and now it's like we know who she is, and then we can imagine yeah. whatever. So Yeah, and I like that thing, too, you said earlier about, like, reading. You can read different things into her. You can see her anxiety 
you know, filter through your own. We yeah. see ourselves in yeah. this movie. Yeah. I relived some trauma from middle school. <laughs> I know l- probably everyone's like unloading their trauma on you after middle school. Nah, years. I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's cool because before this movie, I, you know, I barely knew what anxiety was. I knew I had it, but like, gotcha. I thought I was like the only person who had it ever in the history of anything. Um, and then I met Bo and I'm like, yes. oh, so two people have it. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But then like, we made the movie and I'm like, oh, Everyone has it. So yes. I appreciate hearing about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anxiety is very, like, taboo in a weird it sense. It still is, yes. You know, because it's like everyone knows they have it, and they'll talk about it online, but no one's, like, mm. like talking about it. Sure. In real life. Yeah. On the offline. On the offline. <laughs> and like you said, like, it's a little different for everyone, and everybody thinks about it differently. Yeah. But, but to know that you're not alone and feeling that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's what I've been trying to do with this press is, like, I have a platform, and I'm, I've am i always been a very open person about yeah. things, almost to a fault. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I just want to talk about this because yeah. people talk about how to fix it, but it's like you're not – not everyone's always going to fix their anxiety, mm. so let's just figure out how to, like, handle it and deal yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean – At a certain point, anxiety almost feels like a characteristic of your life. Ah, Like like central to who you are. Yes. Yeah, I mean, to me at least. It does to me. And I, you know, obviously getting rid of it would be great. But Mm. dealing with it is like more important and just figuring how to get around it, I guess. Yeah, like it's that thing of before you can... You can't jump to problem solving before you have the problem kind of named and yes, exactly diagnosed, I guess. And like yeah, because I mean, when I was you know in middle school, especially, but my whole life mm-hmm. truly, I just thought I was like some weirdo kid because I was right. doing all these things I didn't understand, and I was like, f- like feeling weird, like I just had this pit in my stomach all yeah. the time. And I'm like, oh, that's my thing. I'm like the weird kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I discovered it was anxiety, and I'm like, yep, 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 all these symptoms line up. Uh-huh. Um, so now I'm, like, better at dealing with it. But before then, sure. before I knew what it was, that was, like, definitely the hardest part. And how do you what, – what are some of the things you do to deal with it? I mean, again, like, channeling it into energy mm-hmm. as best I can. Just, mm. like, get myself moving. That's, like, why I gesture a lot and why I talk yeah. too fast because it's, like – any way so that I don't collapse because I do a lot of anxiety inducing things on like a daily basis sure um but yeah doing that and like hydrating a lot excellent this is not something I recommend for other people but I personally like don't eat before if I'm doing a really spooky thing like before movie (laughs) Q&A's uh for the for eighth grade I don't eat and it's not the healthiest but it also assures me that I'm like not going to explode on stage um yeah yeah but i mean hydrating and just getting more daily exercise so that you're kind mm. of always just channeling that energy out mm. um and just talking to people about it i mean yeah. just kind of talking about it with you right now is great absolutely yeah and these are those things that you just listed are things that you trial and error right like yeah you're, exactly you're trying them out and you're like well that one doesn't work for me and that one yeah, does yeah it took you a while to realize to not eat beforehand exactly right? like, yeah because i used to i used to like eat and then feel really bad on stage right um and then i like just wouldn't talk very much and then one mm. day i'm like all right let's just just water just water yeah and then it was great so that is that's that's so great it's like the it's the and again, it's you have to name it as anxiety, and you have to yeah, be like, oh, yeah. there's my symptoms, there's my symptoms, there's my symptoms, mm-hmm. before you can then 
cope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just about, like, figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, is there... <laughs> this is maybe a tricky question, but, like, when you're the lead of a film and you're... It's called Eighth Grade, and it's about one girl, and her name is Kayla, and she's played by you, <laughs> and you're there on set, you're going to feel anxiety. Like, you knew you were going to yeah, yeah. feel anxiety. and like. Although, I mean, like, I've definitely felt more anxious, you know, especially compared to filming and also in my entire life, doing all this press stuff. Because, uh-huh. uh, like, the movie, you know, I knew everyone. I was, like, mm-hmm. very comfortable with everyone, especially Bo. Yeah. And, and, I mean, like, I was just friends with everyone, thankfully. That's great. Because I know on sets it can be a little tricky sometimes. Mm. But, you know, it, it was just a good group of people. Um, but, like, I knew everyone and everything was... We didn't rehearse, actually, very much, just oh, to cool. keep it kind of fresh and keep the anxiety in there. Mm. Um, but, like, I, I, I had read the the entire script, so, like, you know, I knew what it was, what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that, That's the beautiful thing about acting, actually, is, like, especially if you are an anxious person, it's, like, you know everything that's going to go right and wrong in the scene mm. itself. Hmm. Uh, maybe not in your performance or any other actor's performance, gotcha. but, like, in the scene, you know, you have the timeline, per se. Um, hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, also doing a movie about your own anxiety is a very trippy experience, mm-hmm. but it's good. Because, yeah. like, that really made me talk about it, and that's, that's I mean, I'm thankful that we did it because that's why I get to talk about it now as sure. a job. Um, yeah, it's the job, yeah. Yeah, which I'm so thankful it's for. It's like catharsis is the job, almost. Yeah, yeah. To get your emotions out there. Exactly. That's amazing. I want to hear about, especially what you said, we've got to talk about, like, Bo. Mm. And first of all, how did you get involved? I believe you were at the top of his, like, list of actors. <laughs> that see. is what I have heard. Uh-huh. Um, no, so, I mean, I got involved because he was, like, looking for young actresses online. And, like, mm. um, he was doing a YouTube search, and he came across a video of me on, like, a red carpet from when I was 11 mm-hmm. talking about cupcakes. Um, so <laughs> great start already. Um, like, that was your first audition, was that red carpet video in Yeah, a way. I guess so. It's cute. I, I like to think the internet brought the movie together, though, mm. because I had discovered Bo's comedy online mm-hmm. at the beginning of my eighth grade year, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, I I love the script. I love it. But his comedy is part of the reason I went to the audition. Right. I was actually considering, like, not acting anymore just because I was feeling anxious all the time and right. I wasn't getting a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so he, he found me on YouTube, and I found him on YouTube, and I think that's very, like, sweet and, like, fate. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I went to the first audition, and, like, it was uh, the first script I had for the audition was Kayla's first monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I loved the way she talked, because I'm like, oh, my God, this is how I talk. Uh-huh. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and, and we just kind of improved a bit with it. Mm-hmm. More so in the auditions, we did a lot of improv gotcha. just to, like, for him to see what I could do and mm-hmm. for me to kind of get a grip on the character and, and, you know, see if I could say things in her voice that weren't necessarily written. Sure. Um, hmm. Yeah. And I remember the second audition was especially great because we did a lot of scenes with Kayla and her dad and, and we actually recorded mm. a couple of Kayla's videos on, like, a MacBook. Mm. And then we just spent, like, the second half just, like, talking. And it was very sweet to, like, oh, cool. become friends with each other. Yeah, even if you weren't necessarily going to get the job. You're just Yeah, chatting. and I remember, like, at the end of it, he at the end of that audition, he said uh, something like, if I never see you again, like, oh. keep acting. Uh. Um, and thankfully he did see me again, but... Uh-huh. 
you know, part with audition stuff, you never know until you get the job. So absolutely on on both ends, I think. But yeah, it was very sweet. We always love hearing about the about auditions here, like mm. and the like. What advice do you have? Just for auditions are always gonna suck. Um, yeah. I mean, that one was, like, especially great. I loved those auditions, and I wish I could relive them. Uh, But most auditions suck. Uh, Yeah, and it's just about realizing, like, you know, your life isn't happening in that room. And, like, I don't know. I'm terrible at auditions. I always get shaky and... uh, Mm -hmm. But, like, if you put me on a set, I can act, which just frustrates me so much. Right. Because, like, I just... I want to do... the thing um yeah yeah so auditions are also just not necessarily like your ability some people are great at them and they're great actors some That's people right. are great at auditions and not great actors right and then some people can act on a set and aren't necessarily great at auditions so yeah. it's there's variety in actors and and in what they can do um so just do your best to like build up a resume if you suck at auditions you know, even if it's, like, your friend's little project, do mm. your goddamn best in mm-hmm. that, you know, and it, especially if it's your friend and, like, your lines suck. See if you can help them rewrite. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, just, like, build up a resume of what you can do and, and try to use that to your advantage, I think. Yeah. I think that's really helpful to think it's true that auditioning is a different skill from on-set acting, Yeah, because you have to be aware that it's like part of acting I think is the environment and and the people that make Mm. that and that's a very important part of being in a movie and auditions just take that away yeah they don't Um, have any environment I guess yeah And, and it's like you know I don't mind reading with people who aren't the actors, but, like, mm. some of the auditioning people who read with you also, like, just don't give you anything to work right. with. totally. And those are just, those are two of the most important things about acting for me is, you know, the chemistry with the other actors, mm. what, whatever it is, just something, and the environment, and auditioning just takes that away. So wow. I, I think it's almost an unfair view at actors, honestly. Sure, sure. But... Uh, there's not much else we can really do about it, so. I guess that's true. It's just, it's part of the gig. It is. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would just, like, I mean, this isn't going to work for everyone, but just do your best, build up a resume, do literally anything, um, mm-hmm. and just put your, give your all into it. Um, and then hopefully, you know, you can submit that to pl- submit, blah, 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 submit <laughs> that to places Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. But, no, like, absolutely. The idea. <laughs> yeah, and, like, ideally, then you're in the audition room with an, with an incredible audition like that where, like, the director and you, I mean, it sounded like, too, he gave you a lot of notes in order to see mm. see you as, he wanted to see you as a director and, mm. like, and be flexible, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Take definitely true. Um, yeah. Like, it was a lot of him, like, giving me direction and just trying new things, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trying scenes different ways. And, like, especially a lot of the direction I got was kind of to um, not capitalize, but kind of, like, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. But, like, focus, I mm. guess, on different on certain ideas in Kayla's monologues because um, mm. they're very... You know, 
they're, they're, they're very, like, fluid. Yeah. It's, it's hard to describe, but, like, yeah. it's teenagers, and it's, like, you know, she has notes, but, like, she's still kind of winging it. Right, um, right. So it was kind of, especially when we were just, like, improving them to, like, emphasize certain ideas within that mm. so that the audience can really understand it mm-hmm. um, and just figuring kind of, you know, figuring out what to emphasize. Um, yeah, because they're, right. they're, they get, like, there is a way to read her monologues that is very, like, you know, ineligible, I Sure, think. <laughs> sure. But if it's you kind of focus of... and, like, emphasize and, like, do gestures more around these certain ideas. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a lot of the notes I got because, like, mm-hmm. I knew how to do teen speak, but it was, like, figuring out kind of what Kayla was trying to say and what she was failing to say. Yeah. Oh, sh- sure, sure, sure. Yeah. The teen speak stuff is, is incidental, I guess. Yeah. It's more like yeah. I love that there's a slip up. She says in the and I think in that very first one about um, have she says something like have friends. I mean, be alone. I mean, like she says accidentally um, the thing that she really means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that mix of scripted. She's got her notes, but she's also, like you said, she's winging it. Yeah. It felt so from you. It felt so, <laughs> like you said, intuitive, like, which is as, as acting. Yeah, I mean, especially with those monologues, I I really fell into her character there mm. uh, because, like, that's her acting, so it's kind of hard to focus mm-hmm. on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, when, I'm, w- when I was doing any of the other scenes for Kayla, it was like, you know, trying to be her and and you know forget about me but mm. during those monologues it was trying to be her be someone else and mm-hmm. i couldn't even think about what i was feeling yeah cool um yeah and i that, i loved that i love that i could just fall so much into a character fall into it i love that and and to the like i'm interested too in the idea of like a monologue mm. is a scene like you don't have a scene partner in a way like kayla's scene partner is herself yeah and, and you said in that second audition you also had chemistry reads. Like, what is chemistry to you? <laughs> I don't know. Just, just like, reacting to each other, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's, I mean, that's why there are chemistry reads is to, like, find the right reactions. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and have people emphasize the right things. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, chemistry just means something's happening, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, like, finding that right something. Um, mm. Yeah, but, I mean, like. With her, with her monologues, with Kayla's monologues, a lot of it was, I, I mean, speaking to an audience that wasn't there. And I mean, you, yeah. don't, you don't have someone to react to, but you kind of don't need it for those ones. It was, it was really mm-hmm. just like hmm. trying to emphasize your points and, yeah, speak. It, it was like you're thinking out loud, kind of. Yeah. And lying to yourself, but in like a sweet, genuine oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> And I kept thinking, too, like, with that very first video, I kept thinking, is she going to go back and edit out her ums or edit out her pauses and her (laughs) stumbles? And, like, she doesn't do that, does she? I mean, like, (laughs) I think with a lot of young YouTubers, it's like, they're, like, not, not, not self-aware of that stuff. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you, like... So I've I used to have like a YouTube channel. I've had a few back in the day. Yeah. Um, they're they're all dead now. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean like you always think it's like it's good enough, you know? Yeah. If that or makes sense. Like, yeah, you're just like, putting it out there. Because you underestimate what other people want to watch, and then you're also underestimating like the amount of effort professional uh, uh, YouTubers mm-hmm. put into stuff. Mm. So it's like 
yeah, it makes sense to me that she wouldn't edit out her ums, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she's it's such an interesting example of like self-awareness but only to a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's more I, self-aware. I mean like she's very self-aware but she's not necessarily like not empathizing but you know, she's not mm. thinking in an audience's mindset or what she would want to watch. Right. Because she will watch her own videos, I think, and yeah. like she's her audience. Yeah, she's her audience and yeah. Gabe. <laughs> and Gabe. God, he's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That those that scene where you're um you're doing like a like a bad, I don't want to say it was bad, but like a bad Rick and Morty impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the one improv we Oh, did. okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because um, the actor, Jake Ryan, who plays Gabe, he's uh-huh. like a big fan of Rick and Morty, and I was <laughs> kind of getting into it at uh-huh, the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and is Gucci, was Gucci was your That's audition. mine. Yeah. That's mine, baby. Oh, Elsie. Um, That's so cool. No, so fun story behind that. That was like my nervous tick I did in pre-production okay. when I was learning how to channel my anxiety. Right. Um, that was the very beginnings of like my energetic channel. Um, it's weird to think about that. But um, no, yeah, it was like a nervous tick. I would end conversations with uh, uh, Gucci. Oh, like that was how you said goodbye. Yeah. I mean, like I it was goodbye. It was like, oh, that's that's Gucci. Uh-huh. Um, and just like. I mean, I threw it when it went in whenever I could. Um, <laughs> no, but like Bo started doing it to embarrass me, and right. like all the all the crew members started doing it, not necessarily to embarrass me, but it just kind of became this like inside joke. Right. And it was it was also based off of uh, my dad introduced me to like the circle game. So like you have the oh. the okay hand symbol and you hold it below your waist, uh-huh. and if someone else looks at it, you punch them. <laughs> and there's all these rules, but that's the basis. Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it was, like, kind of inspired by that because I was, like, my fun thing I did with my family at the time. Um, yeah. And then it, it, like, kind of made its way into the movie. Which just speaks to the authenticity of this movie, I think. Yeah. And well, I mean, like, I, like, you know, I love every film I've worked on for the most part. And I, like, I still just can't think of a film that would have let me have that, like, impact mm. on it. Sure, sure. Even if I was the leading character, you know? Totally. Like you said, like, you're happy to be talking about this film for the rest of oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like, and associated I love it with so it. much. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, eighth grade's biggest fan. Oh, that's so like, great. Love it. That's so great. Yeah. Um. Well, what, like, what is next? Yeah, I have a couple projects up next that I'm, like, so excited about. Mm-hmm. Um. So... First, uh, so they're making an animated version of The Addams Family, Uh um, and I'm very excited. I'm doing a voice for that. I'm playing the main villain's daughter. Okay. Um, Yeah, and that's that's great. I've already started to work on it, and I love it. Oh, wow. And I love my fellow castmates. Um, It's very cool because, like, Nick Kroll is also in it, and, like, I just saw him. Oh, my God, he was just here. Yeah, I... Oh, wait, here? Yes, in this podcast. Amazing. <laughs> yes. I just saw him at the Gotham Awards the other day. Oh, my gosh. So it was, like, cool uh, that I know people in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I have another project, which I'm also, like, you know, going up the wall excited for. Um, <laughs> and it's a musical movie called The Shags, and oh. it's based on the real-life story of this family band, these three sisters, and they were famous for being absolutely terrible. Oh, gosh, okay. And I'm so excited for it because yes. it's going to be like half actual musical music and half the Shags music. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's live action. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, what, real quick, and because you are a voiceover yeah, actor, yeah. like, what are your tips in terms of, like, someone who's never done voiceover, especially a kid, mm. what's, like, one thing they should know about stepping into the studio, I guess? Um, just be prepared to, like, do a certain line over and over again different mm. ways. I mean, like, that's something that's something I kind of always forget. Because I, mean, I, I haven't actually done that much voiceover. I did Despicable Me, and then I'm doing The Addams Family. Mm. Um, and then I did the English dub of a uh, Russian TV show called oh. Masha and the Bear. Oh, cool. Um, that, that one was interesting. Good group <laughs> of people. Whatever. Um, no, but, like, so I'm doing The Addams Family right now, and... Yeah, just, like, remembering that, like, they just want stuff to work with a little bit. Um, mm. And you're going to have, you know, like, a director or something in the room with you to, like, kind of give you guidance on what to do. Mm. Um, yeah, and just, like, you know, play around with it. Do interesting stuff. I've done, like, weird voices, and they love it. So, like, yeah. just go for it. Yeah, it's awesome. a, I think it's a lot more of, like, a chill environment a little bit when you're doing animation. Sure. As or voiceover. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just because you don't have to worry about your other actors. It is mm. kind of similar to um, auditioning in that sense, where, like, mm. you don't necessarily have stuff with other people. Sure. But a lot of times, especially if you get, like, a good director, they'll, like, just dive into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Elsie, thank you. Do you oh, have any other... thank you other... so much for having this me. This has been wall-to-wall wisdom. Oh, words thank you. of wisdom. <laughs> Do you have any, like, last things that backstage listeners of this podcast should know? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Just, like, yeah. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we covered a lot That's of ground, honestly. That's as good an answer as any. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just channeling my inner teen, you know? Yeah. Unable to speak. No, I really feel like... Well, the fact that you're, no, unable to speak, which is not true, but, like, that has been the theme. Like, we might as well call this episode, like, how to be a kid actor. Yeah. I mean, why not? I think there needs to be more resources for kid actors. Yeah. And, like, direct from the other kid actors. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, also more resources for, like, parents of kid actors. And, like, that is such an interesting life that, like, no one talks about. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Because, like, especially, like, L.A. kid actors, like, you gotta, mm. no one talks about, like, how much frickin' traffic there is <laughs> for, like, driving to auditions. <laughs> sure. And how much Something you're gonna like deal with travel. Yeah. So, that's my final statement. <laughs> that's such a brilliant final statement. Thank you so much, Elsa. This Thank you great. for having me. This, this is, is great. So awesome. Oh, my God. In the Envelope is recorded in New York City at Lotus Productions and Hyperbolic Audio. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, tweet us at In the Envelope, leave a review. We want to hear from you. Visit Backstage.com for more content and resources for working artists. And don't forget, you can subscribe to Backstage with a free trial by using the code ENVELOPE at checkout. Thanks, as always, to podcast producer Wiz, Jamie Muffet. You can follow him on Twitter at JamieMusicNYC. You can follow me, Jack Smart, on Twitter at JackSmartWrites. Thank you to the team at Backstage, the most trusted name in casting. Peter Rappaport, Mark Stinson, Samantha Sherlock, Francis Ramos, Lauren Rout, Caitlin Watkins, Rowan Al-Khatib, and especially, should-be Oscar nominee, Casey Howe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.